right. Welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Craig. And we've got a bunch of different things to talk about with uh, football in general. And then, of course, some topics to cover specifically with Michigan football. But before we do any of that, we always have to help make you smarter. Yeah. Right, Craig? Are you, are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Okay. So give us what you got. Okay. Well, this is what I got. I thought this was kind of interesting. I just saw and I said, whoa, no kidding. Is did you know that roller coasters were invented to distract Americans from their sin? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. So basically in the 18, 1880s, there's a hosiery businessman who, who does hosiery for women, I guess, and stuff like that, named a businessman named Lamarcus Thompson, hated that Americans were so tempted by hedonistic places like sal saloons and brothels, so he set out to straighten up one of the most immoral places he could think of in Coney Island, New York. That way he built the first American roller coaster to give New Yorkers some good, clean fun and, huh. keep, them, and keep them away from their seedier pastimes. So Interesting. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. I mean, like, I didn't really understand exactly where it was going, but yeah. I guess it kind of makes sense. Sinners! Uh, yeah. Gotta get we need some corkscrews and something going on, right? Yeah, that was uh, that was an interest. That was interesting. It, yeah, it sounds more unusual when you say it, but then the explanation. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I would say it makes sense, but I, I get what they were going for. Right. Yeah. Get people to do stuff, right? Yeah, you know, instead of you know, getting into trouble. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like the countrywide after school program for kids where you're trying to keep people out yeah. of trouble. So you give them something fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, a good analogy on that. Exactly. It's like, well, we got to get these kids are causing lots of problems. So <laughs> what is wrong with people? They're not well, having like they're kids, not having enough fun. It's like kids playing video games. I mean, on Friday night, it's like, yeah, a lot of people go go outside, do something. But I'm like, man, back in the 80s when you did that, you had really had nothing to do. So you went out. There was no games to be played. So you just went out and got into trouble. So at least video games keeps you at home. Yeah, you don't want kids to go be outside at night yeah. on the weekend. Right. On a Friday night, we were always getting into trouble, man. I did. But uh, yeah. the kids these are like, hey, I'm going to play online. I'm like, you know, I guess it's better than going out. Yeah, no, I I've done my share of nonsense. Yeah, uh, and it's always on the weekend and always at night. So just don't bother us. Let us play our video games until five o'clock in the morning, and everything will be okay. Right. Yep. Get it out of our system. Right. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and, and continue on here, and then we'll move into the sports and 
football talk. Okay, so it was championship weekend and the final college football playoff rankings came out. I'm not sure exactly where to start with this whole conversation because there's so we're going to be talking about the final rankings, we're going to be talking about championship weekend a little bit and then we're going to be talking about some stuff with the bowl season coming up. Uh I guess something real quick to share and to kind of get it out of the way. Uh, are the results from championship weekend, which uh, things kicked off Friday with the unusual game of Utah versus Washington with the final score of 10 to three. Yeah, that was ugly, man. Yeah. So I thought you'd Browning and some, you know, that quarterback would do much better. And I thought that that game would at least get some offensive scoring, but man, like well, nobody they, can move all. Oh, I watched that game for a while. I was like, man, this is boring. Nobody's doing anything. So, and then you, well, you think of because uh, it's Peterson, right? What coach uh, of Washington? Yep. I think his name is, and he came from Boise. Yeah, and he had that prolific offense, you know. Yeah. And then you put up ten points <laughs> for an entire game. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm like, this is in Boise that I know. Right. Yeah, so it was kind of uh, unusual. So, uh, Pac-12 champions, Washington, and then uh, you had Texas, Oklahoma, where Oklahoma was able to redeem themselves for losing the Red River rivalry as they took down Texas 39-27. to Then later in the day on Saturday, you had the SEC championship with uh, Alabama versus Georgia which Georgia seemed to be running away with everything for that game, but um, actually kind of came out flat after halftime, only scoring seven points in the second half, and Alabama just kind of ran away from it then. And the I don't know if I mentioned the final score, 35-28 to Alabama. Then Clemson matching up against Pittsburgh. No surprise there that they won. They won pretty easily, 42-10. to 10. And the Big Ten wrapping things up with Ohio State beating Northwestern 45-24. to 24. Mm, All right. So, I think we'll talk a little bit about uh, each of those games, kind of, because how those games played out impacted the final college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of interesting to see how they turned out. Uh, the final being Alabama one, Clemson two, Notre Dame three, Oklahoma four. So nothing changed from last or oh wait no I'm sorry, I was looking at something else. I'm not sure if that changed from last week to this week. Anyways, those are the final four, and then right outside of that is Georgia at five, and Ohio State at six. So what was your kind of after the games were done Saturday, what was kind of your thoughts and prediction on what the final four was going to be? I never saw if you like tweeted it out. I did. Yeah. I had my prediction and my prediction was right on the money. I knew it would happen. Um, 
Just you know, I watched most of the games. Um, I I think one of the games that was pretty interesting is, is just looking at how Oklahoma had handled Texas and they handled them. Um, it was a close game. It really was like I thought it would be too, because Texas has their number and Texas is a pretty good team. A little off, you know, they're a little up and down during the season too, but um, seems like Texas does really well against uh, Oklahoma who really doesn't have a defense. So, but they have a great offense. Um, so the offense took over and Tyler Murray more likely from Oklahoma is probably going to get the Heisman. He's probably w- end up winning the Heisman because Tua went out for Alabama, but, um, what's interesting is watching the Ohio state game and then watching Ohio state, not really handling Northwestern the, the way they should have. In fact, Northwestern actually beat or played Ohio state all three quarters better than Michigan did. So how um, dare you, how <laughs> dare you say yeah. such a thing? Yeah, I know, but it's so true, man. I no, know I'm, I'm not arguing really. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, and I looked at the you look at the score and you look at it and you say, yeah, but if you think about it, it was those, a lot of those scores were in the fourth quarter, you know, a couple of them, and you know, you, you could tell. I I never thought the Ohio State would lose, but Northwestern really made it a game within you know four to five points. So, but um, it was only a matter of time because Haskins played pretty much Heisman like during that game. He was dead on and played well and did great and Northwestern couldn't stop him. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think the interesting thing is I'm not shocked that Oklahoma got in. What I'm shocked about, and I'll say this during the whole thing is this hot takes and this bickering and this, these sports analysts and people all throughout the whole time after watching the Georgia Alabama game, literally, proclaiming to the skies how Georgia is the fourth best team after Georgia lost. Do I think they're the fourth best team? Well, that's debatable, but yeah, Georgia did look impressive. Do I think that they're the fourth fourth best team? Yeah. So they say automatically they should get in, but I'm like, well, well, hold on. Wait a second now. They do have two losses, and that to me, I'm like, you can't overcome that. And I think the, at least the college football committee saw that and said, look, you got two losses. It's that's tough to overcome. And you're not, you didn't win your conference championship game at all. And yet you're still going to get there. And then you were sitting at four. It's not like Alabama lost Alabama. If Georgia would have beat Alabama, Alabama would have fallen to fourth. And we wouldn't even have this discussion at all about who's going to be in fourth, but that didn't happen. And I think the committee got it right. I think Oklahoma deserves to be there because of the very fact is their one loss is better than Ohio State's one loss against Purdue, and they got crushed by Purdue. And I think the committee saw that, and Ohio State's a little up and down all year, and the committee even said that. I think Mullen said that. I believe that's his name. He said Ohio State was just off and on all year, and uh, Oklahoma's pretty – they maintained all year high-powered offense, and they never really wavered for it. If you watched all their games, they were scoring in boatloads. Their defense didn't look good all year long, so they weren't. They were pretty, pretty much consistently good on offense, consistently bad on defense, and that's why. So, there you go. Yeah, I was. I put out 
two scenarios. I put out what I thought the top four uh, should kind of be. I was really having a hard time between Oklahoma and Ohio State. And the reason why, and this was just my thought, not necessarily thinking that it was going going to, uh, that the committee was going to pick this, but uh, the reason why I was having a hard time with it was because um, Oklahoma never really convincingly beat anyone good. Right. Like, all yeah. of them were just kind of like, hey, if we played a team with actual defense, we probably could have lost this game. And right. so there was nothing fancy about who they were beating or how they were beating them. The, they only had big victories when it was against very bad teams. So I thought that there was potential for people to look at how Ohio state dominated what was at the time, a top four team uh, still at this point considered a top seven team in Michigan and how they might weigh that out. But I also kind of thought that there might be some influence or thought into the concept idea that Urban Meyer may never play in a college or coach in a college football playoff again, if it doesn't happen this year. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know if they might, somebody might kind of try to push that. Uh, so you can kind of, I mean, well, Ohio State's going to complain anyways, but I'm not too surprised that they were pushing for it so much because who knows what's going to happen in the future for that. Um, so I thought uh, the top three for sure, like I said, I was stuck between Oklahoma and Ohio State. I kind of finally just said I think Ohio State might get in there. What I really thought that the committee was going to do, though, was going to do the stupid thing of, number one, Alabama, number two, Clemson, number three, Georgia, and number four, Notre Dame. I was just like, I wouldn't, I I put it out there saying I would not be surprised if they did this because (laughs) of all the argument that everybody was putting up for Georgia because Georgia played Alabama the best, but there are two lost non-conference championship team. Yeah, exactly. which, Which is ridiculous because it was last year, the year before that Ohio, I think it was last year that Ohio state was a two loss championship team and didn't get in. Yeah. So to take for them to turn around the next year, then to take a two loss non-conference championship team would have been ludicrous. In my opinion, the top four, you would have, if Georgia beat Alabama, Alabama obviously would fall to fourth, which I think they should have. Yeah, you're right. You'd have two conference champions in the top four, and two of them that weren't. <laughs> yeah, and the and the I mean, thing just because Notre Dame doesn't have one, so it's like it, that. Right? It's amazing. <laughs> and I really thought they were going to do that because it yeah. would give the opportunity to have another Alabama Georgia title game, because then two would play three and one would play four, and yeah. potentially Alabama and Georgia could meet in the title game again. And yep. I was just like. No, they're right. stupid enough. They could do it. That's what I was thinking. Can you imagine? Let me ask you this. This is a question that's been floating around out there. And I thought it was interesting. If they would let's do hypotheticals and I don't want to, you know, sometimes I hate doing hypotheticals, but let's do this is what would you say? And there was a lot of talk on ESPN and a lot of these sports shows talking about and a lot of them 
a lot of these big wig guys who know what they're talking about, a lot of them, some do, some don't, but saying how Georgia is the fourth best team. Now, if they would have put Georgia, kept Georgia at fourth place, what does that tell you? What's that do to next year's and how the committee would evaluate teams? To me, it almost says throw out conference championship games. That doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, what do you, when you when you think about that, if they would allow that, you're talking about two conference champions in the top four and two of them that don't one that doesn't have one and two another one who never won it. I mean, what is that? I mean, what is your thoughts on that? Uh, well, if, here's two thoughts that I have on that because they are they made a statement about some things with how they handled the. Uh, the rankings from last week to this week because hold on. I want to see. Actually, I want to pull up last week's to double check something. Cause I'm, I'm curious about this now because it kind of impacts on what I'm saying. Okay. So last week we had what the heck. Oh crap. Dang it. I put the wrong freaking, <laughs> I told her to go to last week and I went to last year. <laughs> Okay, so last week we had Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Georgia. There we go. And then Oklahoma, Ohio State. So then that switched to this week, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Georgia, Ohio State. So Georgia and Oklahoma flipped. There are two things that the committee has basically made a statement on. One is that Notre Dame never has to worry about going into a conference and having a conference championship game because they did not have pay any consequence for that. Right. And two is that they really don't care about conference champions because Georgia stayed above Ohio state. It's still. Yeah. Right. Cause they, cause that's what, that's what they're saying. They're saying that the next team that would have been in, we would have put in a two loss non-conference championship team over a one loss conference championship team. That's what they're saying because the right. next ranking puts has Georgia ahead of Ohio state when honestly, I think what they really should have done. I mean, looking at the results uh, and everything and how things played out, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, making Notre Dame realize, Hey, you need to get your butts in gear and get in conference and play in a champ championship game. Cause this is trash that you get this freebie. Right. So uh, put that put that pressure on them and say get your act together and then have Ohio State Georgia. Right. I okay. think that I think that would have been the best statement for them to make because, like I said, that puts puts it on Notre Dame saying, "Hey, look, if you're on the edge and everything in the future because you're you don't have a championship game, it's going to cost you." Fortunately, this year you you get in, but. If you're on the edge, it's going to cost you, and so you they need to do something about it. But then also putting Georgia behind Ohio State would have been like, oh, we value conference championships. But they did two things that mm -hmm. say otherwise because they didn't care about Notre Dame and they put Georgia in front of Ohio State. Right, right, exactly. To me, I almost, I feel like it's conference championship games actually to me really don't mean a whole lot. It just seems like it's another game at the end that you play. Um, to me, let's say Northwestern did beat Ohio State. Obviously, that would mean Northwestern would would win the Big Ten in their in their uh, 
their overall record would suck over Ohio State. <laughs> so to me, it's a little weird to see that. But to me, like you were talking about, I think it, ha- it should just be your strength of schedule, SOS, and then, of course, your um, your OOC with the, you know, out-of-conference scheduling. I mean, if you're going to – if you want to get up there, you got to schedule some big-time schools, you know, before that. And Michigan had that. We had Notre Dame when very beginning of the year. And a lot of these teams, like you were talking about, didn't – I mean, we're talking even Alabama didn't. <laughs> they had a worse out-of-conference, you know, schedule of teams to play during the year. And to me, I think that should factor in, and it should be from now on. I think next year, a lot of these teams need to start scheduling uh, better opponents like UCF um, in order to get ranked much higher than they should have. Um, But, yeah, you're right. To see Georgia at two and now win their conference championship game is just unbelievable to watch. That just tells me so much about this committee and what they're doing. This is the eyeball test. This is what we're looking at. We're looking at what your eyeballs say. What is? What do you think is the four best teams? Do I think Georgia is one of the best teams in the country in top four? I do. I mean, I do. I actually do think they are. Do I think they deserve to be there? I mean, is it? No, I don't. It's just not fair. I don't think it's a – you can't go to two losses and be in there when you got a bunch of number ones sitting there. It's not – you just can't do it. And so – I, I, you can't justify it. And to me, regardless if they are the best, that if you put them in there, that means that you're only going by the eyeball, eyeball test and not if they win the championship games or the conference championship games or if they have one or two losses. Wins and losses now are starting to be very, um, you know, they're, they're starting to be questionable at times because if you get a one loss, two loss, two loss actually can get into the college uh football playoff and that's kind of where we're at now isn't it i mean we're starting to see that two losses can get you in there based on if you're the better team than all the rest of them yeah so well something else to uh just point out is that this year could be the first year that team goes undefeated all the way through because oklahoma is the only one going in with a loss so if anybody else wins it'll be the first year a team goes undefeated yeah in the playoff yeah, well, in in the playoff era, anyways. Yeah, it's anyways. crazy, isn't it? Three. Yeah. Man. So that um, you have Alabama or Clemson potentially going fifteen and zero, or Notre Dame going fourteen and zero. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So now something. But, uh, int- oh, go ahead. Oh, just you know, I will comment on just um, even the Alabama game was interesting to see that uh, Tua going in as a Heisman candidate goes out. <laughs> And then they bring in Hertz, who comes in and wins the ball game for him. And it was absolutely opposite in the championship game last year. Is Hertz goes out and brings in Tua to win the game. So what's that tell you about Saban, man? <laughs> hey, loyalty, man. There's like no loyalty right there. That guy just wants to win. Yeah, wait, did Tua get hurt, though? I yeah, thought... I think he did. I think he got banged up, but it is interesting. I'm not saying he pulled Tua, but it is interesting to see that I think Tua wasn't having a good game at all. In fact, um, would he have rode with Tua the whole game? Possibly. But, man, you, you can't put it past Saban to say, all right, I'm going to make a change here because Tua was really – he was struggling 
because he was, you know, he's more of a pocket passer and he's getting pressured by Georgia. But then Hertz came in and he just lit it up. So he was making throws I'd never even seen before. So, yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting, interesting game. Yeah. He kind of put in Saban's face essentially and was kind of like, <laughs> I, yeah, I can still do this. Yeah. Well, that just tells you you got Saban going in a championship game saying, you know, hey, if I got one quarterback that's not getting it done, I can throw this guy in <laughs> so to get it to win it. And man, that's that's deadly. So, um, um something that I kind of want to point out. Uh, of so of course with these rankings that this leaves out the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Wow. Leaves two of the Power Five t- uh, conferences out, which of course everybody's talking about that every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, how that's an issue, and I'll add something to that in a minute. But something to look at and realize is that so first uh, playoff was in 2014, or after the 2014 season, the playoff went 2014-15, and so. Big Ten, Ohio State comes in, wins the first college football playoff. Um, yep. And then year after that, 15-16, Big Ten makes it, makes it again with Michigan State, who gets shut out by Alabama. Yep. 2016-17, Big Ten gets in with Ohio State, gets out shut out by Clemson. And since then, they have not been putting the Big Ten back in the playoff. <laughs> Two shutout losses for the Big Ten, and they have not made it back in to the college football playoff. Missed it in 2017-18, and 2018-19, Big Ten also not in the college football playoff. You're like, this committee's gone sour with the Big Ten. Like, hey, look, you had your shot for a while. Let me Let's get some other people some tries. You've been stinking it up. Yeah. Now, something that I kind of want to point out because we've had the conversation over the past couple of weeks, uh, kind of a quick side note, how we're talking about how um, about the prestigious level that Saban and Meyer are coaching at. Yeah. Quick side note, you have to take serious consideration into Dabo Sweeney considering really? that. Hold on, let's look here. Clemson, Clemson. Clemson. They've made it every single year into the playoff. Yeah. And on, let me see this. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at like one lost seasons. Yeah, one lost seasons. And he has beaten Urban Meyer two times. Yeah. He shut him out. 31 to zero in the playoff. And then the second year Meyer was at Ohio state. The first year they're bowl eligible. Uh, Dabo Sweeney and Clemson beat them in the orange bowl. Yep. So just some to kind of interesting and point out when talking about like the greatest coaches uh, coaching the game right now, obviously everybody goes Saban and Meyer, but you have to really be looking at Dabo Sweeney considering what they're doing. Yeah, what he's doing. And there's a lot of, you know, I see a lot of comparisons between Dabo and what Harbaugh just because it took Dabo quite a 
what, what, four to five years to get them going. But um, I'm like, eh, I wouldn't make that comparison yet because Dabo's really got them at the highest level. So um, that's left to be said. But, yeah, it is amazing what he's done to Clemson, and he's going to be there a long, long time. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is I think Dabo's an Alabama guy. So yeah. that's the interesting thing is if Saban ever retires and moves on, Dabo could go, eh, I think I'm going to go over to Alabama. Why, you know, I have maybe there will be people out there saying, you know, why would Dabo want to move to Alabama? But the thing is this is then it just becomes a money machine because Alabama makes way more revenue than Clemson does just money bank wise. Um, he would do wonders for that school, but, uh, yeah, he's got Clemson rolling, man. He really does. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I was going to say the only reason I could see him leaving would be money because yeah, unless something goes wrong and like things kind of fall, well, not fall apart, but like Clemson starts falling behind or something. I don't right. see any reason for him to leave other than money because he'd be living in Saban's huge shadow. And yeah. so if anything goes wrong, they're not going to, they're probably not going to wait very long to try to fix and replace with another coach. If things don't go as they, as they please. And Clemson has no reason to get rid of him anytime soon. Well, in the foreseeable know, you, future. Yeah, you're right. And you're absolutely right. Do I, does Alabama have much of a threat in the SEC? I don't know, possibly. Maybe not now. They've got Georgia right there, um, you know, in a different um, division conference part of it. But um, but then you got maybe LSU there and, you know, teams like that. But, yeah, I mean, Alabama's got a stranglehold on the SEC. But, man, but Clemson has a bigger stranglehold on the ACC, though. Who's contesting them? <laughs> you think Florida State would, you know? Just based on the recruiting, what's happening there? No, that's that program's way down. So they really don't have anybody that's really uh, cause them fits. Maybe what? What was the tough toughest team they played? West Virginia. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody's playing on a consistent level like uh, Clemson is. Right, that's yeah, for got- sure. But yeah, they've got too that's the thing they got great they're pretty much similar to alabama they're just rolling yeah i mean you've got miami had some good seasons recently the the biggest teams you'll be seeing out out of there doing anything against them is florida state and miami probably yeah um, with yeah. uh boston college and syracuse with potential of shaking things up not saying that they would win the conference but just or in virginia tech maybe with you know, maybe being able to take down some teams, but yeah, no, I yeah. get what you're saying. So yeah, yeah, it is interesting. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I, you know, back to what we were talking about the top four. That's what I had. I had Oklahoma in that fourth spot. I didn't think Ohio State would move above that. They'd have to just seriously blow out Northwestern big time. But um, yeah, I just didn't see the way the talking heads on tv were talking it up at georgia that's when i realized there's no way that ohio state probably aren't even gonna bump over georgia after that and they didn't which is 
quite shocking to me. So I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like you said, even if George, uh, Ohio State blew out Northwestern and they played the perfect game, it didn't matter because Georgia would be ahead of them with two losses. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, um, I don't really listen to the yeah. talking heads or anything like that. Uh, I like, I don't really hardly watch anything of that nature. Sometimes I'll see some things that people post on social media, but I usually kind of ignore it because I think it's, you know, just people trying to get hot takes. So <clears throat> now the, th um, cause I mentioned too on why I was thinking Ohio state would get up there. Um, but yeah, cause Oklahoma, I mean, in the final rankings, beat the highest team that they beat was 15 Texas, while Ohio State, uh, another uh, some other reasons why I thought Ohio State could get in at the four spot was Ohio State blew out, like we said, Michigan, which was a top four team, but then they also have a win against the 12th team uh, in yep. the final ranking. So they have two bigger wins than Oklahoma, one of them being a blowout win against the top team where I was mentioning. And, and it was kind of going into that uh, idea and description of Oklahoma not having a defense and <clears throat> always having close games with anyone that they ever played. So, but yeah, that is what it is. Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma with Georgia and Ohio state sitting on the outside. So. But. Yeah. And if you look at the bowl games after that, just kind of after four, it's, you know, kind of I, I think is strategically placed there because of you know revenue driven I mean we're talking about money and money drives these bowls games you're going to see a lot of these bowls because of the very fact is they want to see the fans they want the fans to go there and they to spend the money on the tickets and to buy stuff and that's what you're seeing um with some of those bowl games being the way they are in the matchups yeah well speaking of that uh, we'll then touch on Michigan's matchup then for their bowl game. Michigan going to the uh, Peach Bowl, uh, which is a New Year's Six Bowl game. And it's December 29th in Atlanta. It's against the Florida Gators. So it's... Yeah. Again. Yeah, again. And I don't know if people were just kind of confusing it or not, but I got into some conversations on Twitter. I, me liking the opponent or not has nothing to do on whether I'll be watching the game or not, but I just find it. And the word I use and will reuse again and again is redundant. I think this is really redundant that Michigan is going against Florida again, because Michigan has played them three of the four years since Harbaugh has been coaching. And so this is going to be two of their four bowl games have been against Florida. And so at this point, it's kind of, I don't know why anyone outside of Florida and Michigan would truly be interested in watching the game. Cause it's yep. just like, Oh, we've seen this before. Yep. Michigan has won both times. What's the draw. Right. So I don't feel like they're going for TV numbers. Yeah, sure. They're probably going maybe for ticket sales and merchandise yeah, and things like Always. that. But Bingo uh, right there. I don't why. think, I do not think they are going to have very good ratings for this game. I, I, do, I don't think so. 
Yeah, because I mean, I was seeing <clears throat> Michigan. They would they'd rather see Michigan against UCF or Michigan against LSU or something to that nature. And I said, "Are you kidding me?" I go, Florida brings in ten times more fans and money and revenue and and things like that. You and I being in the industry of college industry and knowing about this, you know, and I've full well been twenty five years doing it, knows that Florida brings in a lot of fans and a lot of revenue and money and ticket sales and and merchandise and things like that. And so and so does Michigan, and that's why you're seeing it. You put UCF in there, yeah. I think I'd like to see Michigan play UCF or something like that. I'd love to see Michigan up against LSU for a change, something really unique and different to uh, teams known for historically having good defenses. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that. Well, this is money, though, and you and I aren't, don't talk – You know, we don't have anything to do with the merchandise and the revenue coming in, and that's why you're seeing Florida. Florida just brings in their, their bank, and so – that's why you see Michigan against Florida, and yeah, it's kind of going to, to me, like you said, redundant when I saw it. I went, oh my gosh, again? To me, yeah, of course I'm going to watch it. It'll be fun to watch, but like you said, I'm not going to be like, oh, thrilled to see. It's the same team, same kind of whatever. Yeah, same old story, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just that, um, you know, there are 50 50- power five schools outside of the big 10 yep. and somehow in two of Michigan's four bowl games, they're playing the same team. And I know that there's the whole, like how the bowl games have to select from specific con- conferences or blah, 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 whatever. But it's just like, really? I mean, I feel like that's kind of archaic at this point. It's yeah, like, Right. Especially with the playoff system in now, it's just like, just make sure that not two conferences just match up in all the games. Like, for instance, all the Big Ten teams that make the bowl games are playing only SEC teams, which you know that would never happen anyways. But okay. just like, make sure it's diversified. That's it. And I don't really care if Michigan plays uh, a better team or a not as good team. Like, um, UCF, I mean, I would consider not as good. And some people want to play them because UCF just talks crap and, you know, try to shut them up and things like that. I don't really care who it is. I'm just interested in a different yeah. opponent. And that's yeah, my own exactly personal right. personal opinion. Like I'm, like I said, I'm still going to watch the game, still going to root for the team, still hope the other team loses. I mean, that, it doesn't affect anything like that, but it's just kind of like, so what happens if Michigan plays Florida again next year? Like for the people who say, oh, it's no big deal. So if they play Florida again next year, you're going to be like, oh, it's no big deal. (laughs) If they do it again the year after that, oh, it's no big deal. Like, is that really what, like how, how far does it have to go for you to be like, okay, this is getting old guys. Right. Yeah, I know. That's, I know. I know. It's exactly what I thought. I said redundant. Oh, uh, here we go. Florida again in a bowl game. And yeah, it's like get a different opponent, different colors. I don't know. Well, yeah. I was I was saying that you know what's probably going to happen. Uh, uh, somebody um, Drew on uh, Twitter was even saying, and, and I get where going with it and everything. It's just like, well, you don't have to worry about this if you get into the college football playoff. That's kind of like a completely other conversation and everything. But even then, I was just like, watch. Chances are, when Michigan makes it into the college football playoff, Florida will be there, and they'll have to play each other again. Right. You know, just like it, it's at this point, it's just like. 
come on, just and it, it's a fan thing. I I mean, it, I felt like some people were reacting to what I said, where it's like, oh, well, ha- you have to support the team and everything. I'm like, this isn't not supporting the team. I'm no. and this has no influence on the team. The team could care less what I say. Right. You know exactly. You just want to see a different opponent. Who would? Yeah. I want to see LSU. I would love to see that. Yeah, I would have been interested with that. And that that was the weird thing, too, is that they were right next to each other. It was Florida and then LSU. And so it's just like really would have been that difficult to, you know, make things maybe more intriguing for college football world. Because like I said, I really do not believe I'm not an expert in this or anything, but I don't see who would have a draw in watching Michigan play Florida again for the third time in four years. Yeah, I know. Just, so, yeah, just a change of scenery, man. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. but it is what it is. I mean, yeah. going to watch the game on the 29th. Still going to be excited about it. It'll be before the college football playoff games and everything. So, yeah. And so, you know, and, the, and then, yeah, and you're right. It's just redundant. And, you know, when I heard Florida, I, 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 I kind of knew it was Florida just based on how everything was setting itself up with, the, with these games and the championship games. I didn't think um, Michigan would move, but I certainly didn't think – I'm kind of shocked that UCF still stayed there after they beat uh, Memphis in that game because Memphis did had an extra game over Michigan, and, and they didn't move either, I don't believe, right? Is that in the rankings? Um, I closed the window. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah, well, the thing I still think is tough with that is because they lost their quarterback. Right, right. And that's crazy as I went, oh, okay. But, yeah, if UCF would have jumped up to seventh and you dropped Michigan down because they didn't even play a game to eighth, you probably saw something different. But, no, I kind of – I knew – I don't know, man. I just knew Peach Bowl. (laughs) So, at least it's Chick-fil-A, man, and not the Red Box Bowl. Hey. (laughs) I don't care if it's Chick-fil-A unless Chick-fil-A is going to put a Chick-fil-A somewhere closer to my house. Right. right. I love Chick-fil-A, but... Yeah, you're going to have to come to my house and get one of those, so... Yeah. Yeah, we have one, so... but Those uh... those southern, southern fellas need to figure out on how to keep moving those things further north. Yeah. Oh, yeah, more north. Yep, yep, exactly. So, And then I hear, you know, stay... At least it's not the Red Box Bowl, so... Yeah, there were some pretty good comments about that. It was very, uh, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, like two bucks for a movie. It's about the same amount as a, a MSU tickets. <laughs> yeah. You gotta love, you gotta love those, man. <laughs> yeah, pe- <clears throat> people uh, laying it on them for sure. Oh, so yeah. it'll be yeah. interesting to see how things go with the Big Ten. Some interesting matchups. Yeah, I don't have the list in front of me. I think maybe we'll dive further into. Uh, bowl matchups next week and yep. you know looking forward to that and all so but we are getting uh back into the stage where i believe it's going to be one episode a week uh for the most part because you know we don't have weekly games we don't have to do the previews and the recaps and everything like that so we still will be having our episodes each and every week uh you guys don't have to worry about that but yeah we i mean well, at certain points in the season, we had at least three episodes a week. But yeah, now we're going back to one because things are slowing down a little bit. So yeah, 
And there's always things coming out that we'll be able to talk about. I know, you know, we've gotten word, not officially yet, but Bredesen looks like he'll probably be coming back. And uh, Metellus probably will. He's still testing the waters. I think they all have NFL agents that they're looking at to see where their draft stock is. So that'll be interesting. Even Shea, we don't know yet officially what he's going to do, but uh, obviously Rashawn Gary moving on. We have to have things to talk about next week. Stop. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> that's right. We do. We got to talk about that, don't we? So, yeah. But these are all news that are happening right now. So, yeah. But, we'll, yeah. I, I figured that next week will probably be the easiest time to dive into that more and yeah. everything. That'll give us something to talk about with the bowl game stuff. And that'll also give us uh, Michigan football specific things to talk about. So don't go ruining content for next week. I won't. I won't. Not jumping ahead. Try not to. So ignore everything Craig just said. <laughs> all right but yeah we'll be we'll be talking about some of that stuff uh next week and you know bowl related topics and things of that nature as uh we kind of roll into the season there so but it has been uh and then also uh we need to take time at some point too and just like look at the season as a whole we can't forget about that i don't know if we want to wait until after the bowl game but uh, can't forget to, you know, just kind of look back at everything because we've always been going week by week, game by game. And so now that the regular season's done, um, either before or after the bowl game, we'll look at, pro- I'd probably say after the bowl game, we'll do like a whole kind of season review. So, right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we, <sighs> basketball's kicking. So we, you know, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Through. So, yeah, we'll we'll chat about that a little bit. We've talked about covering basketball more, but that then kind of com- turns into a, you know, how much time and everything that we can put into that. So we'll see. We'll see with yep. how things go. But, cool. All right. Well, we thank you guys for uh hanging out with us uh once again this week. We hope that uh you guys have a good week and uh stay warm in the cold weather. And we will catch you guys next week. We'll finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue.